Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The DeMar Hamlin situation just was such a shock to see that a person who's young, 24, healthy person could literally just collapse with his heart stopped like he did and like we all witnessed. And I remember being on the board of the Huguenot Little League and reading about a, a kid who got hit in his chest with a baseball and collapsed and they didn't revive him quick enough. And the board made a decision to purchase AED machines, make sure they were accessible because we, and we were all trained on how to use them, although that was so long ago, I'm sure I couldn't do that. And people, average people knowing CPR, even if you don't have access to an AED machine is, is so critical. So we've invited the Metro Richmond Flying Squad on today. Steve Corp, who is the chief of the Metro Richmond Flying Squad, is joining us this morning. So I really want to talk about your work that you do for our community. And then I want you to give us a little primer on this CPR AED stuff. So good morning. Good morning, Chief Corp. Good morning, Karen, and thank you for having us on the show, and thank you to all your RVA listeners. Well, we're thrilled to have you. So talk about the Metro Richmond Flying Squad, a nonprofit organization here in our community. Just talk about what you all do. Metro Richmond Flying Squad was established in 2017. We're an all-volunteer force of uh, responders, and we are like the first responders to our first responders. So we respond on fire incidents, various um, emergency incidents throughout the entire metro region, we offer rest and rehabilitative support to our firefighters and our police officers that are, that are out there in the field. Um, we cover the entire metro area, Richmond, um, Henrico, Hanover, Goochland, and soon to be Chesterfield County. And the, the, the reason for all this is there's a sad statistic that um, 50% of all firefighter line of duty deaths occur because of stress and overexertion, which can result in a heart attack and or a stroke. That's a terrible statistic. And how do you and your work with your with your volunteers, how do you help to alleviate some of that specifically with our first responders? Perfect example was 1.30 this morning. We were out at a fire at North, up in the city of Richmond on North Avenue. The firefighters go in and extinguish the fire. After about a 20-minute cycle, they come out into our area, which is clean, has medical uh, personnel available. We get them hydrated. We monitor their medical um, conditions and uh, get them some get a little food in them get some nutrition make sure they're good to go back to work and or go back into the fire and or go back to duty and how do you get notified of the need do you work directly with the first responders or are you just listening on you know on the scanner or how do you find out about these okay we we have agreements with all the agencies that we support and they they dispatch us at the time that the fire incident comes in and we respond right alongside them we don't run emergency to the scene, but we, we are the support unit. And how many volunteers do you have currently with the organization? Currently about 40, and we're always looking for more. You don't have to have any experience, no prior experience necessary. We're always looking for, for dedicated volunteers. 
And I see that a lot of your volunteers are firefighters, EMT, paramedics, police officers. Some of them do have that prior public safety background, but it sounds like that's not required to provide some of these services like hot and cold, hot water and I mean, hot, hot drinks and things like that for our first responders. Is that right? For the for the first responders. A lot of our members do have past experience in the fire service and and current, but uh, you do not have to have experience. We have a very detailed rehab academy that our uh, assistant chief tally has put together. It's a one day program, which explains all the whys, the what's, the where's, the when's. Well, that's, that's certainly great news for our community. It is 740 this morning and I'm Karen Michael in for John Reed. We're talking to Steve Corp, who is the chief of the Metro Richmond Flying Squad. Now, one of the things that we all witnessed recently, of course, was this DeMar Hamlin situation dropping right there on the field, heart stopping, people racing to to save him. And it sounds like that their quick response did indeed save his life. So I know that you're familiar with CPR, AEDs. Just talk to the community about how they can and the importance of learning CPR. We all witnessed that on television, a very potentially tragic event. And what everyone witnessed was the system working perfectly. And what I mean by that, when the young man um, collapsed onto the ground, the trainers were there. There was early recognition, early recognition that this was not just an injury, that this gentleman was in a, a, a life and death type of situation. Early CPR is extremely important. It can be taught to, to just about anybody. We even offer some CPR training here at the, at the squad. Um, but notifying the emergency system is the next step, which brings in the higher level of care, which is the paramedics and they start doing shock therapy to, to, to get his heart started. But the AED is available to the general public. It, it literally talks you through what you're supposed to do. There's two pads that go onto the body. There's actually a picture of where to place them. And then you start pushing the button, push the number one button, and it literally talks to you. And it, it delivers an electrical shock at the exact time that it needs to be delivered. Because what's happening with the heart, usually in those conditions, it's called, defib- it's called um, ventricle fib, V-fib. So the heart is just quivering. It's just just a muscle that's quivering. It's not really pumping any blood to the body. That's why the person's passed out. Every second that goes by without oxygenation going to the brain can cause brain damage. And, um, and CPR starts to restore that oxygenation, keeps the blood flowing, and then the AED comes in and puts that electrical shock right where it needs to be, and then that allows the heart. It literally stops the heart momentarily, and then the heart will take off on its own again. So my my jam when I'm not volunteering for John Reed to do his show is I'm an employment lawyer and I work with businesses around the country, really, and employers, et cetera. And one of the things after this DeMar Hamlin incident has really reminded me is the importance of having at least people CPR trained in the workplace, but also having an accessible AED available and and where it can be. My husband and I were at a at one of his class reunions at a country club, and one of the participants there had a heart emergency, and they couldn't find the AED, and they're running around trying to find it. So, how critical is it, do you think, for organizations to not just know CPR, but how critical are these AED machines? Extremely critical, Karen. And usually they're like you'll find them along the wall where a fire extinguisher might be. They're in a case that's similar to that. And when you open the case and take out the AED, an alarm will sound, which will, you know, will notify security that something's going on. But they, they definitely save lives. We all witnessed that ourselves on TV. And, and the AED is doing exactly what a paramedic does when they put the, 
when they shock the chest and you know everybody sees that on TV. Right. Well, that's what an AEC is doing, and anyone can learn how to do it. I have to admit, when we were trained on the board at the Huguenot Little League, that machine talked so slow. I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, what if there's an emergency? But I guess it's purposeful to make sure you're following along the steps, because I think what do you have, like five minutes or something once the heart stops? That's the limit. Or do you know what the limit is? It just gets progressive. I mean, five, five minutes, you start to suffer some pretty serious brain injury. You may revive the person, but unfortunately, they might have too much brain damage at that point. So the earlier that you can begin CPR is the most important part. Like I said, early recognition that something's wrong, uh, the, early rec- the, the early performance of CPR, and getting an AED on them and, and notifying the uh, EMS service, and that's by calling 911. Let's talk about CPR real quick, because as I understand it, things have changed. You're not supposed to give mouth-to-mouth anymore. What is it? So CPR, Just if you could just give a layman's explanation of it, how does should somebody know to do that? And is it true that you're no longer do mouth-to-mouth? What is what is going on with the most recent advice on that? Currently, they teach a um, just a hands-only. So it's recognition of the person. You'll walk up, hey, are you okay? Tap them on the chest. Make sure that they, they, they are truly unresponsive, and, and that is taught in the program. And then verify that there is no pulse. Once you know there's no pulse, you begin the compressions right on the, on the chest. And all that is, is e- easily gone over in, in, in the CPR training course. And how often do you, do you offer CPR for the community or just for your volunteers? Um, it's free to our volunteers, but we do have a program for the community. And if anyone's interested at all, um, drop us an email at RVA flying squad at gmail.com and we have instructors on board captain Frazier is our lead instructor with that and he can walk you through the um the hands-on cpr in about a 20 minute period or so wow i can't think of a better team building exercise for an employer than offering something like that to their employees so that everyone can have this life-saving um life-saving knowledge so real quick people can volunteer to your organization donate to your organization, talk about that, how the community can support you as you support our first responders. Certainly. So as being an all-volunteer agency, we, do, we, we survive off of donations. So on our website at rvaflyingsquad.com, there's a button. If you feel like donating, we truly appreciate it. 100% of the donated money gets passed through right back to help support the firefighters out in the field. And we're, like I said, we are always looking for members. No experience required. It's a one-day, you have to be 18 years old or older, and we do a one-day rehab academy. Um, We go from, like I said, we cover all the programs. We go out and get our hands on the equipment and and begin working that way. Well, Chief Corb, thank you so much from the Metro Richmond Flying Squad. You can find out more information at rvaflyingsquad.com. I thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for all that you do for our first responders. Thank you, Karen. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.